What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you know, I am Brandon Janu, and like always, on all podcast platforms is where you can find me. Uh, YouTube channel, Brandon Janu Show, and also on social media platforms, Brandon Janu Show. Uh, yeah, uh, it's been a minute since I've done a podcast episode, so please bear with me. Uh, um, but I'm back. Uh, wrestling life is the show I'm going to do today, and like always, man, thank you if you are watching it and listening, I appreciate it, all the views, all the listens, all the people, man, I appreciate it, uh, and uh, like I said, it's been a minute, and uh, let's get into it, man, like I said, today's episode is Wrestling Life, and I will be back Saturday night, yeah, uh, Backlash, uh, I'll be doing a rating review show for that, so Closing out season, I'll put five up, Lord Jesus, season seven uh, with these next couple episodes, man. I hope you guys enjoy these episodes. Um, let's get into it. So this episode for Wrestling Life is all about the WWE draft that just happened. It concluded uh, Monday night. At, you know, I haven't really gave my thoughts on it. I wrote down all of the picks um, from the draft, Raw and SmackDown. And I let a lot of the draft go, a lot, a lot of things. I saw pretty much I've been watching all these wrestling podcasts and how they feel about the draft and how they particularly feel about certain places, people going certain places. If it was a mess, if it wasn't, and I listened to all these opinions. Uh, and, you know, I just feel like um, I never really gave my opinion. I listened to all these opinions, but... My opinion and their opinions are not even close. So, um, let's get to it. So, 2023 NFL, uh, 2023 WWE draft, say NFL, oh my gosh. Uh, WWE, WWE uh, 2023 uh, draft is officially here. It happened. Uh, it's been so long that I've, I haven't even... Uh, speak spoke on uh, the, the new World Heavyweight Championship in WWE. Uh, and my take on that. Saw a lot of people not like it. Saw a lot of people like it. Um, it's literally the old World Heavyweight Championship. Big Goldie, as everybody calls it. Uh, it's literally the World Heavyweight Championship with WWE splashed in front of it. That's all the fuck it is. With the new light, with the new plates on it, uh, on the side. Um... I love the World Heavyweight Championship. I grew up on the World Heavyweight Championship, WCW to WWE. I grew up on that title. Um, do I like the upgrade? I don't really give a fuck. Uh, it's WWE. What the fuck did you expect? Um, I can't wait to see how they're going to make a new, the new tag team titles and a new women's titles because that's exactly what's happening. People that, which is why I think the draft is kind of intriguing because people are just jumping out the window and screaming, I can't believe they would do these things. And, Pump the fucking brakes. <laughs> Pump your fucking brakes. Because I think I know what is going to happen. But we got to see how it goes. But anyway, let's get into it. So the WWE 2023 draft happened. And first night was on SmackDown. And uh, SmackDown came away. I get my opinion about who I think you know took the best of the draft. But that's my opinion. But uh, SmackDown, the A show. Uh, drafted first, had the first pick, which it should have went this way. Because I've seen, like, certain fucking ones where it's like, excuse me, 
you could tell it was a Vince thing because it was like, well, Raw's got three hours and SmackDown's got two, so let's give Raw three fucking picks and we'll give SmackDown two picks, which made no fucking sense. Try to, like, gut the fucking SmackDown roster, which still made SmackDown even better because it made them have to actually work harder. But, you know, do your thing. Um, but you could tell this was a, a draft where they actually paid attention to what the fuck was going on. So it was four picks apiece in each round. Uh... Two picks for SmackDown, two picks for Raw. And for SmackDown, they took the Bloodline, which apparently is just Roman Reigns, Solo Sikora, and Paul Heyman, which should tell you a lot. Uh, which should tell you a lot. Um, and if you didn't think that Roman was going to get drafted to SmackDown, why the fuck did you think they had it on SmackDown first? Usually they have it on Raw. Roman will get picked first. It would be obvious. But the fact that they had it on SmackDown, Bloodline went first, that makes sense. Um... Not surprised. Not surprised. Um, Raw's first pick was Cody Rhodes, which, again, not surprising. Uh, and a lot of people are in their feelings, and I get to that later, about Cody being drafted to Raw, and I get to that later, like I said. Uh, the second pick for SmackDown was Bianca Belair, which, again, a lot of people are getting in their goddamn feelings over her being picked to SmackDown being the Raw Women's Champion, which, again, uh, like I just said, I will get to that later. Second pick for Raw was Becky Lynch. You need a veteran in the Raw division that can kind of carry the Raw division uh, just in case Rhea doesn't work or Vince gets his hands on creative and thinks that Rhea doesn't fit the fucking mode as a champion, whatever the fuck that means, which is so fucking stupid because, you know, Vince is the reason why Rhea lost to Charlotte for the NXT championship at WrestleMania 35, which made no fucking sense at fucking all. Oh, yeah, she wins at WrestleMania 36, and then she loses the title to Charlotte literally in the next fucking pay-per-view. Makes no fucking sense, but, you know, do your thing, do your thing. Thing. I know a lot of people like, I see a lot of people on these chats and this group, these comments on these people's wrestling podcasts, and they're like, oh, this is not Vince's fault. Blame Triple H for some of the shit. I would if I wasn't watching wrestling for all of my life. And also, no, Vince cannot pick a proper fucking star. If you don't have a certain look, he can't ride with you. And for that, it's always Vince's fault. Fuck out of here. Third pick for SmackDown was the Street Profits. Makes sense. My task four is married to Bianca. It only makes sense to move the Street Profits to SmackDown where his wife will be. Duh. Makes fucking sense. Plus, it also builds up that tag team division, which you probably will need to build the fuck up, depending on what you do with these tag team championships. Excuse me. Third... Aperium. I gotta say it like that. Aperium. Aperium. But it's Aperium. Um, which is the Intercontinental Champion, Gunther, and uh, Luke Vickhauser, and Davinci Vinci. I forgot Vinci. Uh, Vince, Vincent Da Vinci, some shit like that. But I said the first one right, which I thought I was gonna fuck up for real, for real. But, uh, um, but Aperium, which is. Really the most interesting move is Imperium going to Raw, which means Gunther is going to Raw. If Vince is not having his hands on creative of Raw, this man can fit on Raw. 
oh my God, can they fit on Raw? If Vince does not touch Raw, which he is fucking up Raw, but that's neither here nor there. Um, if Vince wanted Gunther to drop the title and then bury him, because he, cause he told him to go out there on the 4th of July episode and fuck with all truth. I don't get that shit. But, um, yeah, if Gunther goes to Raw and he does, this man is a, a, a future Royal champion. If you do not think that, you don't know wrestling. I do not what, know what the fuck to tell you. You are oblivious to watching a true fucking technician in the ring. You have no idea. You like the fucking entertainers. I like real wrestlers. We are two different fucking people. But Imperium going to Raw is incredible. Street Profits going to SmackDown is great. I think that, like I said, it builds the tag team division of SmackDown. You need an established tag team that's already had titles to be on SmackDown, depending on how this shit was to shape up. So it made sense. Uh, for Ed, uh, Edge goes to SmackDown, which is a pillar of SmackDown for the past. Makes sense. Put Edge on SmackDown. This kind of feels like when John Cena went to SmackDown in 2016, like Edge is almost to the end. This might be his last full run. So let's put him on SmackDown and create some of these dream matches that probably nobody would have thought see, uh, was coming. So he has a lot to really work with on SmackDown. I like a lot of the situations, but it'd be pretty interesting to see him in a, in a robbery. I don't know when him and Roman will fight again because I don't think that, that's going to happen. But him and AJ should definitely get another one on. Uh, another one. Um, looking at the SmackDown roster, I can see a couple of guys already. I would love to see him go one-on-one with. I mean, him and Bobby Lashley would be pretty fucking interesting. Him and L.A. Knight would be a hell of a situation. <laughs> you like, that would be top notch great. Um, Matt Riddle goes, uh, stays on Raw. That's a little high for Matt Riddle, I'm going to be honest. The fourth pick, uh, he was the last pick of the second round, which is like the eighth pick of the draft. Uh, that's a little fucking high for Matt Riddle. Uh, I didn't like I didn't like the, also the idea of you going to break these superstars into pools and you can only pick from these this pool today, which made it look even stupider. <laughs> um, but Matt Riddle is listen. I love Matt Riddle. I think Matt Riddle is a great, great, great wrestler. I can't wait till they finally drop this this hippie fucking trend for him. I can't wait till they drop it. He's like Shaggy of the WWE. Like if you ask Scooby Doo, you know what the fuck I mean. He's like he's like he's like Shaggy. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for him to get, to be like, yikes. Like, I'm just waiting for the yikes. Like, I'm just waiting for it. Like, it just, he's like shaggy. Like, you just, I don't know, man. But he's such a, he, he can really go in the ring. But it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. Um. Anyway, uh, the fifth pick for SmackDown was Bobby Lashley, which makes sense. If you remember, Bobby Lashley actually started his career on SmackDown. It's really when he got hot was on SmackDown. I know a lot of people say ECW, but he started really on SmackDown. So it made sense for him to go to SmackDown again. Again, another one like Edge. Getting closer and closer to the end, it would make sense to put him on a SmackDown brand that kind of needs star power, but also somebody that could just go out there and give you a good 10-15 um, match quality-wise. So, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Drew McIntyre goes to Raw, which we all knew was coming. Drew McIntyre was going to go to Raw. He was done on SmackDown. There was nothing really left for him to do. He's not going to get the IC champ. Well, he's going to Raw, so he could get the IC championship now. 
But why make him an IC champion when you can make him the world heavyweight champion and make him battle and be the hell again? Thank the Lord that he might go back to Raw and be the Scottish psychopath. This is exactly what the fuck Raw needs. They need a guy like him to go to Raw. That's great because of Seth Rollins is the face that Seth Rollins is, you know. Seth Rollins is my guy. It made sense to have him on Raw going up against Seth Rollins. And if you got if they don't fuck up this situation, this would be one of the best rivalries in 2023. Watch what I say. If they do not fuck up this situation, this would be, this will and can be the best rivalry of 2023. You think I'm tripping? You think I'm crazy? I'm dead ass serious. I think that may, may, be, may be the best rivalry. Um, Pick six for SmackDown, which was like, what, pick uh, 11? Um, the OC. Uh, the OC. The original club. Um, AJ Styles, Lou Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Miriam all going to SmackDown. Um, the club, uh, Carl Anderson, Lou Gallows, they could go and team, go for the, the new tag team titles on Summon on SmackDown, which would be great. Street Profits and them, robbery would be great. Um, again, you're boasting up that tag team division. Mia Yim could go for the new, could go against Bianca, or maybe some other women in that division, maybe both of that division a little bit more. Um, and AJ Styles should go up against Roman. It's it's that simple. Like, AJ's the only person that hasn't fought Roman. Bobby Lashley either, and Sheamus neither. Like, neither one of those guys have really fought this Roman. And I, I know a lot of people say, but Sheamus has fought Roman. No. Not this version of Roman. He's fought them in, like, war games, but he didn't fight him one-on-one yet. And that's what I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, I think that, uh, again, I get to that, too, which is kind of stupid now. But anyway, um, but it would also make sense why they kept the title on Gunther and never gave it to Sheamus if they were going to move him to Raw. So it makes sense. Um... Uh, the last pick of the third round was the Miz, which is the pick pick twelve. The Miz was the last pick of the last of the third round. He stays on Raw. It makes sense. Like I said a long time ago, he's the closest Raw guy that I've ever seen. Like he's the Raw guy. Like he doesn't make him move, moving him to SmackDown would not make sense to me right now, right now. Like he has a show literally on the USA Network. What's the sense of moving him to Fox? He's on USA. He's gonna stay on USA. He's a Raw guy. Keep his ass on Raw. And I actually like him better on Raw because at least when he comes out for those whatever's Miz TV, I know it's going to create chaos. It's going to go off, and then we're going to move on to the next fucking segment. If he's on SmackDown, you just took up literally 10, 15, 20 minutes of the show where all that shit could have been real fighting. I don't want you to be on SmackDown, man. Stay your ass on Raw. Pick seven. Uh, damage control, which is the first pick of the fourth round, I think. Yeah, fourth round. Um, damage control. They moved to SmackDown. I think they're gonna break up. To be honest with you, <laughs> I think Io Sky's gonna get tired of Bailey still jumping in too much for her, and I think you're gonna see it Saturday night when she fights Bianca. I get to see her telling them to stay in the back, 
or Bailey kind of causes her the title, and she just says, "You know what? I'm done with this shit." Um. So yeah. Um. Pick seven for uh, Raw. Shinsuke Nakamura. I wish he would have stayed on SmackDown. I. I don't get why you're moving him to Raw. What's the reason? Maybe to be in the World Heavyweight Championship picture, and if that is the case, then great. Him versus Seth, awesome. Do it. Or him versus Gunther. Well, a lot of people that maybe watch SmackDown have seen this rivalry, but a lot of people that just watch Raw casually, that would be a new look on these two men, and you probably would never have known that these two men are that fucking good. So, I personally felt like Shisuke is just a SmackDown dude, but hey, you know, something changed. He could get moved back to SmackDown, but him on Raw, it's new, it's, it's cool. I don't want to see him with The Miz too much. Let them have a fight next Monday, and then that shit is over. Move him on to bigger and better things, because the man should be in a title picture. If he's not in a conversation at Backlash for at least the World Heavyweight Championship, you have wasted this man's time. What the fuck was the point of bringing him back? What was the point? What is really the fucking point of bringing him the fuck back? What is it? What is the point? Um, last pick of the night on Friday night uh, was... Amber Fire and Azalee Dawn. I fucked about that first name. <laughs> but um, they are the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. They're going to mix the tag team titles. This is kind of obvious. Um, you don't draft the two teams that were supposed to be in the NXT Tag Team Women's Title, the pitcher, and both move them up to smack fucking Raw. Uh, and Raw and SmackDown. You don't do that. If you don't already have a plan in place. And that is to move the women's tag team titles to just one title. Which makes sense. And the women defend them on both all three fucking shows. Which makes sense. And what, what, which was supposed to fucking happen. But Vince did the stupid shit again. And he was like, no, these titles are going to be exclusive to Raw and SmackDown. But NXT has to create their own fucking women's tag team titles. And they did. And here's the problem. NXT Women's Tag Team titles actually made sense. And they actually worked. What's the problem with the, with the uh, Women's Tag Team titles on the, on the uh, main card, main roster? There's no Women's Tag Teams. That's the fucking problem. You have no Women's Tag Teams. If you now merge these titles, which seems like that's what the fuck is going to happen, all women can go for these tag team titles now. Now you have one tag team titles, which you should have done and should have had. And now you have whoever is the women's tag team champions going to Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. Makes fucking sense to me. That makes sense to fucking me. I see everybody getting up with their arms and, like, I can't believe it. You don't see what the fuck is happening. WWE is literally going to merge these tag team titles, these women's tag team titles, and have one tag team titles. And the women are going to go on Raw and SmackDown and NXT to fight them. and Because it would be stupid to just create... To, this isn't like NXT women's title. You need a woman, to, a woman to be the NXT champion. But if you got tag team titles that we have all said on a main roster are kind of obsolete. It doesn't make any sense. Why to have the women fight all three brands? That's what makes more sense to fucking me. I mean, that's what makes sense to me, personally. 
And maybe you have it and not a champion. Maybe you have damage control and Amber Fire and Isla Dawn versus Liv and Raquel and Night of Champions, triple threat, winner takes all. And if they and if they win, they get to fight on all three brands. That shit sounds amazing. Why not? I see a lot of people getting their feelings about this. That's what the fuck the plan is. I don't know why you're not looking at it. You're not paying attention. That's the plan. They're going to literally merge these titles. If not at Night of Champions, damn sure at Money in the Bank. That's the plan. That's the fucking plan. Um, speaking of NXT, Indy Hartwell, who was the NXT Women's Champion, who relinquished the title, again, would make sense because she's not going to be there. But they're literally letting Amber and, and Isla keep their titles, which, again, makes no sense if you already have tag team women champions already on the fucking main roster. But Indy Hartwell wins, uh, was the NXT Women's Champion. She relinquished the title Tuesday. She's actually injured, but she relinquished the title because she was going to have to. She was moving up to the main roster. You couldn't have the, in, the NXT Women's Champion on the main roster with the fucking title. What sense does that make to draft her? So she goes to Raw, which makes sense. Great. And now the way is back together. Johnny Gargano, uh, his wife, called, called, <laughs> Candice LeRae, um, Dexter Loomis, and Indy Hartwell. So the way, and you saw the NXT TakeOver, LA, when they were all, well, it wasn't NXT TakeOver, it was Standard Deliver. I gotta stop saying that. Uh, which is TakeOver. I'm, I grew up on NXT TakeOvers. I'm sorry. Um, I came up on NXT TakeOvers. I'm sorry. But uh, it, Standard Deliver. Um, you saw all four of them on stage, and maybe that kicked in a creative mindset of, yo, we can do something with all four of these people when they're all healthy and they're all ready. So I like that. Um, so going to Raw. Now, Raw had the first pick in this year, in this uh, draft on Raw. So I'm going to do it like that. So Rhea Ripley got drafted first on Raw, which makes sense because you just drafted Bianca Belair to SmackDown. Um, and by the way, Rhea was picked by herself. She wasn't picked with the Judgment Day. It was not a package deal. So that tells you a lot. <laughs> that tells you a lot. Um, Austin Theory is going to SmackDown, which makes sense because you just drafted Imperium to Raw. I can tell. I've, I've, I've said this numerous times about Austin Theory. He has lost whatever the fuck they tried to build him to be. He is not that guy. He has not been that guy. John Cena couldn't put him over. Nothing will put him over. Nothing's going to put him over. The fans don't cheer for him. They don't even boo him. They don't really give a fuck about him. And now you're moving to SmackDown where you're going to actually have to fight. I don't see his gimmick working on SmackDown. Now, maybe he goes in a John Cena route with that situation, but he's already been given so much success too early that I think he's already fucked. And I think that no matter what he does, He's not going to get out of it. The best thing I can say about him going to SmackDown is that they're not that, that much mid-card talent, technically, that can really beat him. I'm tired of seeing him versus Bobby Lashley. I don't want to see that shit no more. 
I don't even want to see him versus AJ Styles. I think AJ Styles deserves a title push, a world heavyweight title push. I would love to see it. Um, I'm looking at the at the names. Even I mean maybe uh, Cameron Grimes, Rick Boogs, LA Knight, Karrion Cross. You got a lot of guys that went to SmackDown. Even the guys they picked up in a in a in a in a um, supplemental draft, which is kind of like the the draft they t- did on N- uh, WWE Network. Um, maybe Grayson Waller pops up and beats him, but I just don't see Austin Theory really capturing that momentum like he had. Uh, the momentum that they kept trying to build him to have. He just never had it. I don't know why people continue to act like this dude had it. He you, he seemed entitled. They gave him too much too soon. And now his character is kind of drowning for it. And I think a lot of people – and he's trying his hardest. I give, him a, I give him respect for it. He's trying his fucking hardest. But it's just – it's off. Something's off with this kid. You can't, you can't keep pushing him. And think he's going to work. He doesn't fucking work. He doesn't. And, um, yeah, he now goes to SmackDown. Good luck. Like I said, there's not that many mid-card guys that I could see come and just take the title from him. But at the same time, I could see if they switch Pete Dunne, Butch back to Pete Dunne, I could see him making a singles run. And he can beat Austin Theory. And he can t- Matter of fact, that's what I want. I want them to switch Butch back to Pete Dunne. And I want P. Dunn to beat Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship. That is my hope. I hope Austin Theory loses his title to P. Dunn. I really fucking do. Give P. Dunn bruise away back, and then he beats Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship. That works for me. That works for me. Number 10. The next pick for Raw was Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. Duh, makes sense. To be honest with you, if he was actually drafted, if he was actually draftable for the Friday Night SmackDown, he probably should have been the first fucking pick, to be honest with you. I would add Cody Rose probably the third pick. <laughs> like, 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 this is what I've been saying about WWE. Cody Rose is still over. Don't get it twisted. But now you're moving Roman into another few, and you're moving him into a few with Seth Rollins. I get if you're trying to build it for Survivor Series, a champion versus champion match would make sense. But at the same time, this is what I've been saying about the Bloodline storyline and even Roman, in a sense. Them not pulling the trigger on Cody Rhodes at Backlash, at WrestleMania will have some bad situations going on. The fact that he hasn't really, Brock Lesnar hasn't even got on the mic and really disclosed why he even attacked him. It makes it even stupider to have the match at Backlash. I just don't understand this situation. You should have just gave him the titles and kept it the fuck pushing. But do your thing. Seth Rollins, by the time him and Roman do fight, if they ever do fight again, Seth is going to be too over for Cody to really even get in that conversation. And the way it's also shaping up is that if you're building this Roman versus Seth fight, you're building it to Survivor Series, which means... Cody's not going to fight him at SummerSlam, which means you're going to have Cody win a Raw Rumble again? What the fuck's the point? He already won the fucking Royal Rumble. What's the fucking point? Like, 
other than you maybe have the match at some, uh, you have him fight Roman at, at you, you let Cody come in, win the money in a bank, and then he wins, and then he wastes the Survivor Series, let Seth beat Roman. Which, again, it makes no sense, because why would Seth beat Roman? Like, it's just, this shit is so ass backwards. Like, you're going to have Cody win the Raw Rumble again? To fight Roman again? Like, what the fuck is the point? Like, this shit, this is what I kept saying about the storyline. Y'all are making a storyline. I literally said it at WrestleMania, after WrestleMania, when I did my night two. I said, what was the point of winning, letting Roman beat Cody? You can't sit here and tell me because it was adversity. We need Cody to have adversity. This, that's one piece of it. How about him become a champion and not realizing, holy shit, I am champion. Like, I have to now be the guy. I actually have to physically be here every fucking week which is taking a toll on my wife and my kid. Like, that's more adversity-driven. Why the fuck did he have to lose then to go through all this bullshit to win the fucking titles that he should have just won at WrestleMania? This shit makes no sense. This is literally what I was saying. I read him had won the titles and didn't realize he just wasn't ready to be champion. That would have made way more fucking sense. Like, what the fuck? Oh, this shit is so stupid. I got re-mad at this shit. I got, I got, I got more furious. Because I'm now thinking about this shit. You're building Seth and Roman to fight at Survivor Series. Which means, what the fuck is Cody going to do before then? He's going to probably beat... In my mind, you're going to have Brock beat Cody. What the fuck is the point? Why? Why is he going to be Cody? Just so they can fight at SummerSlam? That's because that's what the fuck you're telling me. They're going to fight at SummerSlam again. Just so Cody could beat him at SummerSlam. Because if Cody beats Brock at at Backlash, who the fuck does Cody fight for the next couple months? You going to have him chase the World Heavyweight Championship? What the fuck is the point of him having a story? What the fuck is him finishing the story? What is the point? Again, you and, 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 and pretty much you're telling me you're going to wait till WrestleMania to have this shit all over again. What's the fucking point? I want fans to understand. I want all these people that kept screaming, this shit makes sense. Roman should win because Roman makes sense. Roman winning didn't help Shit. The shit I literally said the entire time that was going to happen is happening. Roman's not there. You had to ring you had to bring in a new championship. But yet Cody <laughs> Cody has no fucking direction the next couple of months if he beats Brock. And if he loses to Brock, his direction is literally gonna try to refight Brock. When he could have just gave him the fucking titles and have him have adversity that fucking way. To the point where he realizes, oh, I'm not ready for this shit. And then Roman comes back, beats him at SummerSlam, and then you could have the match at WrestleMania. Now he understands what a champion means. Now he understands what that feels like. Now he knows why he's really physically doing it again. And he goes and beats Roman at WrestleMania. See how easy his storyline would have been? See how easy that shit is? You see how fast 
I'll fix the story. Have Cody win the titles at WrestleMania 39. He realizes by backlash, you could have Roman take his vacay, come back at SummerSlam, and beat Cody at SummerSlam because Cody can't handle the pressure of being the champion. And then he goes on a completely like, what the fuck? I lost the titles. I, I just wasn't ready. Everything Roman said came true. And then he leaves, he comes back and he realizes, you know what? I need the titles. It isn't about my dad anymore. It isn't about, I need the championship to be the man. I finished my story that way. Because when I had them, I didn't understand what it meant. Now that I have them, now that I lost them, I want that again. I am ready to run with the company. I am ready to be the face of the company. I just fixed the fucking story. And you could have easily just done that shit at WrestleMania 39. You could have literally let Cody win the titles, realized he wasn't ready to be champion, dropped the titles back to Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, Drop the title back to Roman at SummerSlam. Roman has the titles up until WrestleMania. Cody beats him at WrestleMania. Now he really finishes his story because he realized what it meant to be a champion. He didn't understand it until he lost the titles. But who am I? I'm just a podcaster. What the fuck am I? So Seth went, <laughs> Seth went second um, for Raw and uh, on on night two, and Charlotte was drafted to SmackDown. I don't really have too much to say about Charlotte. I really don't care. <laughs> I I really don't care um, that she was drafted to SmackDown. When she comes back, I've always said her and Bianca would make a better fight. I think it makes sense to have her and Bianca fight at some point. Maybe SummerSlam, uh, but Bianca beats her. I don't think Charlotte needs to beat Bianca. I think Bianca needs to beat Charlotte because then it will show that the company have faith in Bianca and not Charlotte. Because you need to start pushing these future these. You need to start pushing uh, future superstars. This is why when the Royal Rumble in twenty twenty came up, a twenty twenty one came up. And Vince was like, we should give it to Charlotte. And everybody was like, you're going to have Charlotte go back to fucking back Raw Roman wins? That makes no sense. Let's give it to Bianca because she actually, excuse me, she actually has more to gain if she wins. Um, But yeah. Um, So next picks for Raw. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And the next pick for SmackDown was the Usos. Kevin Owens, Sammy, not that surprising. They were going to either go to SmackDown or Raw. It made sense to go put them on Raw. And it also made sense for the Usos to stay on SmackDown. Because, again, you have a storyline that needs to break the fuck up. And, again, after Saturday, I hope the storyline ends. But this is what I kept saying, and this is what I literally said after WrestleMania. I said, tell me the compelling story. Now that Sammy and Kevin are not going to be in it. 
tell me the storyline. I'm hearing people now say, oh, this storyline sucks. Why? Because you kept going back to the well and trying to make it a story. It's only so much you can get emotionally from a story like this. To see them at WrestleMania 39 win, that was awesome. That was great. It should have ended right there and there. I don't need to see Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos 200 times. I already saw what I needed to see from this whole storyline. It's over. It's done. Let it die. This is what I kept saying about the storyline. People kept screaming, this is the greatest storyline ever. And like I said after WrestleMania, what's the story after the Usos lose? What's the story? Roman not fucking with him? That was kind of obvious. But again, like I said, Roman's not there to make this shit even more compelling. Solo's doing the bidding. And Solo still has to pull the fucking trigger. Why? Because this is fucking brothers. Like, he's not going to pull the trigger. He's not. As much as y'all want to see it, he's not going to do it. And if he does, that's kind of stupid for him to do it. We'll see May 13th because Roman's supposed to, well, May 12th, he's supposed to be there on Raw. I mean, on SmackDown. We shall see. But I, 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 this is stupid. <laughs> this storyline was stupid. I told you. After Roman, after, they all should have lost at WrestleMania. He would have had a mental fucking breakdown on Raw, and then everything would have went perfect. Cody had the titles. The bloodline would have had a problem. It would have had a massive problem. Roman could have took his break. Cody could have had his, his, oh shit moment, I can't really do this. And the Usos and Solo would have had to find common ground somewhere. And then when Roman comes back, Roman wins the titles at SummerSlam. They try to get back together. It doesn't work. And Roman gets screwed by Jay at WrestleMania. Or Solo, whichever one. And he gets screwed at WrestleMania. But instead, no, let's keep Roman with the titles because you want to get a fucking thousand fucking days. The storyline is kind of now stupid. Holy shit, who predicted that? Me. Because I told you, Roman's not going to fucking be there. And Solo's literally going to be the only one that's going to have to pull the trigger. And I told you Solo was going to be the right-hand man now. Wow. Who didn't see that shit coming? Fuck out of it. I told you the story was going to be stupid after Roman. After Kevin Owens and Sammy finally wins and kind of starts to move away from the bloodline. What's the story? What's the story? Roman called it Paul Hammond trying to create, trying to get Solo to do shit to him. It's like, bro, how about you physically be there and you do shit to them yourself? I sound like I'm bashing Roman. <laughs> That's what it sound like, right? I like Roman. I think Roman is an incredible, but incredible champion. But I just feel like it's been too fucking long, man. And you, you have got. All that you can get out of this story, the only reason why you're still holding on to those titles for him is literally to break a record that nobody really gives a fuck about. Do y'all care that he's going to hit a thousand days or that he has two fucking titles that he should have dropped a long fucking time ago? Which one do you really give a fuck about? Which Which one do you care about? Like, as a wrestling fan, seriously. Which one do you care about the most? Do you care that he's going to keep the titles for a thousand fucking days? Or do you actually give a fuck that he has two titles in a company 
that literally knows the only way people come to your show is if they have a main fucking star, a main attraction, and this motherfucker ain't even there. For the last three years, the same shit he used to complain about Brock Lesnar, he has become. And we used to complain about that shit as fans. And we're sitting up here like, nah, he should have kept the titles. For fucking what reason? This has been my biggest problem with this shit. For what fucking reason? Because if you think he should have kept the titles, then you should really, so you must have loved when Brock had the titles. And Brock has been on more TV than Roman has. Think about it. 2023. Brock Lesnar has been on more WWE programming than Roman has. And he ain't even champion. Imagine that. Another feud that I'm happy, I hope, and pray that is dead. Um, the Judgment Day got drafted to Raw. And the LWO got drafted to SmackDown. This feud will work. If the LWO was actually winning it. If they got a couple wins in this shit. I love Selena Vega. But Selena Vega's gonna get killed by Rhea Ripley. We all fucking know it. It might be competitive. It might be really interesting. Intriguing even. But Rhea's gonna keep the fucking title. This is not even a... I believe more in EO Sky beating Bianca than I have. But I believe in Rhea losing the fucking Selena Vega. I'm sorry. I just don't see that shit happening. Um, Liv Morgan... And Raquel got drafted to Raw while Oscar got drafted to SmackDown. Like I said, they're gonna have a, a, a they're gonna have a winner take all match between Liv and Raquel or Damage Control and you know the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions because it makes no sense to have the tag team titles NXT tag team titles on the main roster when you already have tag team titles for women on the main fucking roster. You're either gonna either the NXT titles are gonna go back to NXT. You're going to have to go back in and vacate them. Or you're just going to have a big-ass match and end the fucking two-title shit. And the women's tag team titles are going to be be split, are going to be worked on three brands. You're going to go to Raw, SmackDown, and NXT again. Which makes fucking sense. Because you don't have that many women, and you damn sure don't have that many women. You damn sure don't have that many women tag teams. So it makes sense to actually have one set of titles and have the women Work all three brands because let's not do that. Where you have two tag, you have the tag team titles on the main roster, and you have NXT titles. What's the point? You're moving them up for a reason. You're moving them up because you're gonna mix the ti- you're gonna blend the titles, unify the titles, or maybe you just get rid of the NXT championships and you just say these are just plain old the women's tag team titles. Period. They're gonna be you and they're gonna be utilized all three brands. They're going to be fought for on all three brands. That makes more sense because that's exactly the way you fucking did it at the beginning. And it made sense. And let's keep it that way. Levy Raquel goes to Raw. Oscar going to SmackDown. I hope she's actually used on SmackDown. I really fucking do. I saw somewhere where people was like, Oscar's asking for a release. I don't believe that shit. I do think they are underutilizing her a lot on WWE. She left and came back, and then she became like this fucking, I don't even know. Uh, did I expect her to beat Bianca at WrestleMania? No, but I did actually expect her to come back and fight Bianca for the titles at some point and actually beat Bianca. I actually thought she would be the one to dethrone Bianca, and it actually would make sense if she is the one to dethrone Bianca. But the fact that you just didn't even, it, the shit didn't even cross your minds again, 
I don't know if that's a Triple H or a Vince thing. I really don't know. Y'all did. Triple H literally let Asuka come back and be the person she was in Japan. And as soon as Vince came back into the company, Asuka became like this corporate clown again. I don't understand this shit. But um, yeah, I hope she. I hope they go to, uh, she goes to SmackDown and she actually is used the right fucking way. And I actually still think she should be the one to beat Bianca. And I actually think her and Io Sky should team up and do something together after she leaves damage control. I know a lot of people be like, that's stupid. Why would you want Io Sky back in a group? But I think with Asuka, it'd be a little bit different than her with damage control. She won't be a lackey. She would actually be a dominant force with Asuka. Um, 14th pick of the draft was Raw's and they took the New Day. Um, if they actually know how to use Xavier Woods and tell Kofi and Big E if Big E ever comes back if they know how to use Xavier Woods right on Raw I think he could become a big star Um, he just had a really good match against Gunther on Smackdown Um, Gunther moved to Smack, uh, from Smackdown to Raw maybe you run that back uh, maybe you, you push him and you at least see if he can give whoever wins the world. I know a lot of people think I'm crazy, but he's been in the company for too damn long for you not to ever use this man the right way. He wins King of the Ring, and then you made him a joke like the next fucking months right? after he won the King of the Ring. It's just like you got to give this man a push at some point and see what happens. And I feel like you 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 give him too many start stops, and it's the same shit with Kofi and the same shit with Biggie. At least you gave him the titles, and then you fucked him over. Like <laughs> like give Xavier Woods a chance. And I feel like if Seth wins the Raveyweight Championship, I think this should be the first person to challenge. I'm not saying have a rivalry with him. Not saying they go into like a huge program with each other. But I think if Seth says, you know what, I just want to give somebody an opportunity in the back a chance to fight with the Raveyweight Champion, and Xavier Woods comes out and gives him a fucking battle like Neville did back in the day. If you don't think that would be an exciting match, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. <laughs> I do not know what the fuck to tell you. Um, pick 14 for the Smack for SmackDown was the Brawling Bruce. Like I said earlier, Pete Dunne versus Austin Theory. Pete Dunne beats him, takes the U.S. championship. I am all for it. Let it happen. I think it makes sense. Uh, Brawling Bruce needs to stay on there because let's put Sheamus and Rich Holland now in the tag team and let them tag team and go up against the whoever's the new tag team champions on SmackDown. I think it makes sense to let Pete Dunne go against Austin Theory. That's what I think. Let push Pete Dunne. Push Pete Dunne. You you're going to go so far with the Brawling Brutes. Excuse me. Rich Holland hasn't really done anything since he's been in the main roster. And Sheamus is clearly not going to fight Gunther. And I don't think he wants the U.S. Championship anymore. So if you're not going to put use Sheamus for that, you might as well use it for the tag team titles. Or make him fight Roman. And that's kind of where I've always been with the shit. Y'all continue to forget that. They completely just switched plans when Kevin Owens came into the picture. Like, they completely switched plans. The plan was for Sheamus to fight Roman at some point, and they just completely switched plans and put Sheamus against Gunther again, which I'm not complaining, but the plan was for Sheamus to go up against Roman at some point, and it never happened. So I do think you need to run that. I think you need to let Roman versus Sheamus happen or just put Sheamus in a tag team with Rich Holland and let Pete Dunn go against Austin Theory. Or should I say Butch? Because they haven't changed the name yet. Um, pick 15 for Raw was Trish Stratus. I didn't even know she was available in this draft, to be honest, which I didn't even know. I think that's like a wasted pick. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I love Trish, though. I love Trish. I love Trish. I love Trish. But I felt like that was a wasted fucking pick. Because what the fuck was the point of drafting her? She's only going to be there until maybe something slammed. 
and then you just wasted a pick. So it, I don't get that because you're not going to have another title run, I don't expect. But yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand that pick at all. Um, and pick 15 for SmackDown was Karrion Cross. Is he going to be the new SmackDown guy? Because I just feel like in, in, in Triple H hasn't really used him the right way. And maybe uh, Triple H is like, you got to get yourself over. And that might be the thing because the next pick for SmackDown, he's over. You know what I'm saying? But Karrion Cross is not. And I don't know if it's because of Bray Wyatt came back and fucked up the vibe. I don't know. But, <sighs> yeah, they got to figure out a way to get Karrion Cross back on top. They got to figure out a way. Maybe you put the tag, maybe you put the U.S. Championship on him and let him work from out of that. But I just, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a, and I'm a Karrion Cross fan. I actually like Karrion Cross a lot. Uh, when he came, when he came, came to NXT and he fought Keith Lee, one of the best matches for the NXT Championship I've ever seen. Uh, those two men tore the house fucking down, and then he beat Keith Lee. So, who inadvertently beat Adam Cole to be a double champion? So it tells you a lot about the fate they had in Karrion Cross. For him to only have like two or three matches, and then he fights Keith Lee and beats him. So that tells you a lot. Um. Uh, pick 16 for Raw was Ronda and Shayna, ba- Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. I don't really care. <laughs> I love Shayna. Shayna's a beast. Shayna could go in the ring. Ronda, I just think she doesn't give a fuck about the company, and she never did. And I don't think I think she's just really there to get a paycheck. That's just my opinion as a wrestling fan. As a wrestling fan, I think she's just there to get a paycheck. I really do. Um. Pick 16 for SmackDown was L.A. Knight. Yeah! <laughs> um, yeah! Uh, it made sense. Come on, man. It's L.A. Knight. Come on. Like, again, like I just said about Karrion Cross, I think Triple H is trying to get him over. He's like, you got to get yourself over. L.A. Knight has found a way to get himself over. Like, if you pay attention to how he was starting on SmackDown to where he's at now, maybe he's the new SmackDown guy. I actually thought he would go to Raw, and I'm happy he stayed on SmackDown. I think it makes sense. He can actually – he's what The Miz is to Raw, but better, if that makes sense. No diss to The Miz. I know it's not like I'm dissing The Miz. I'm not dissing The Miz. I actually think the man can actually wrestle. Compared to what the fuck he used to be, when he came into the WWE to now, the man is actually better. <laughs> so, but LA Knight was a star. He was supposed to be a star. And I don't know the plan still for Money in the Bank, but if he does win Money in the Bank, I don't want him to win the World Heavyweight Championship because then he would have to go to Raw. But I don't think he beats Roman. And, that, and that's another thing. So you're going to waste the Money in the Bank on this man. That's why I think Cody does win the Money in the Bank because what's the point of having to win Money in the Bank if they can't beat Roman? And then you're going to have to go to fight Seth. And that's why I'm saying Cody doesn't make sense to win the money in the bank. Because what the fuck are you fighting Seth for? When your story is really wrapped around Roman Reigns. So it just is. I, I don't get that. But anyway. um, um, Yeah. Pick 17 for Raw was Brian Strowman and Ricochet. They're going to break up. They're going to break up eventually. I don't know when. But they're going to break up. Um. Yeah, they're going to break up. I, I don't see them staying together for a long time. Uh, pick 17 for SmackDown was Shotzi. I guess. Um, pick 18 for Raw 
Bronson Reed if I wanted him to win the U.S. Championship Saturday. Now that the U.S. Championship is going to be exclusively to SmackDown, he's pretty much not going to win it. Or he might get moved. I don't know. But I do think he need him versus Gunther. Oh, shit. That just made me think a little bit. Hold on. Bronson Reed versus Gunther? Hmm. Hmm. I I, I kind of like that match. <laughs> like I, I kind of like that match. I like. I would like to see that match. I think Bronson versus Gunther would be great if they actually let Bronson rework like he does work. Like that would be fucking amazing. I would love it. I think it should work. Hell yeah. By the way, they are also pushing Damian Priest a lot lately. I don't think he beats Bad Bunny Saturday, but if he does, does this now mean he's more in the World Heavyweight Championship picture and not the U.S.? Because that's more important for me. Anyway, um, uh, that was pick 18 for Raw was Bronson, Bronson Reed. Pick 18 for SmackDown was Pretty, pretty Deadly, which is an NXT tag team. Amazing tag team on NXT. They deserve a call-up, and it makes sense. And, like, again... If SmackDown is about to create new tag team championships, they're going to need new tag teams. And Pretty pretty Deadly and the Usos are pretty deadly and the Brawler Brutes are pretty deadly and the OC. Make it happen. Street Profits. They also got a and, – and let me say that again because they got a lot of veteran tag teams that they're coming into. And imagine the fucking matches they can create with those dudes. So I would love to see it. Number 19, Alpha Academy. I want to Chad Gable to go to SmackDown. I want him to break up. I want to Chad Gable to go to SmackDown like Kurt Angle and have his run. Now that he's on Raw, he stays on Raw. I hope they break up, and I hope um, Chad Gable is one of those people that fights Gunther. I really, 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 really do. I hope he fights Gunther. I hope Bronson Reed fights Gunther. I hope, um, who else I said earlier? Uh, Shinsuke maybe gets another shot at him. Uh, Shinsuke gets another shot at him. Um, there's a couple. Xavier Woods gets another shot at him. Um, Matt Riddle even gets a shot at Gunther. Like, it's a lot of people that I would love to see go up against Gunther. I would also like to see Cody and Gunther, not for a title, but just to fight each other. I would love to see that match. Like, really shit. Real shit. I saw it at the Royal Rumble. It was cool. It was intriguing. But I want to see it real, like, action. Um, and maybe we get it the first night that everybody's on each other's rosters. Um, but yeah. I want to see Chad Gay versus Gunther for the IC Championship. That has to happen. Um, and again, Damian Priest also on Raw. Maybe he goes up against Gunther, which would be another classic. I would love to see that. Um, pick 19 for SmackDown was Rick Boogs. I guess. I guess. I, I really have nothing to say about the dude. He's good in the ring. He could go. But again, he's one of those like, what the fuck is your character really, dude? And I don't get him. Um, 20, Raw's last pick was uh, Content Chance. I fucked up that last name. First name. God damn. And Kaden Carter. <laughs> Again, like I said, NXT. Women tag teams. I just see them breaking, making the tag team titles for the women. One title. I just cannot see them having them move. Everybody move up to Raw. And SmackDown, but yet you keep the titles the same. That you, 
they didn't relinquish. They didn't win a tie. They won a match against them Tuesday and didn't say shit about relinquishing the titles. So I do think they're going to have a big match and a winner will have all titles and they will have to defend them on all three brands. That's what I think. Um, And number 20 for SmackDown was Cam- uh, Cameron Graham. Cameron Grimes. Grimes. Look. Excuse me. I think his first rivalry should be LA Knight. Because they had a rivalry in NXT. Why not get everybody familiar with that rivalry again? I think his first rivalry, his first rivalry on SmackDown should be LA Knight. It make fucking sense. Let that make sense. Like, let that be the thing. All in all, what do I think of the, uh, the 2023 WWE draft? Now reading the names and actually thinking about what has happened, it couldn't have shaped up better than this. Um, a pick for a pick, a name for a name, a star for a star. I think it made sense. Um, you maybe believe a little bit much, too much in certain people. Again, like I said, they shouldn't have had like a draft pool, which made sense, no sense. But I can see a lot of fuck ups with the draft, and I can see a lot of good things about this draft. Um, I think you made your your main event card very junked. Edge, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, you know. If you can figure out carrying cross, carrying cross, um, y'all keep trying to sit, push my task forward. If my task forward gets going, then maybe him, um, Jay Uso still. There's a lot of pieces in that situation. Cody Rhodes is still lingering somewhere. So I I think that this draft in all in all, man, was kind of whatever. I think that um, the draft really didn't shake up like a lot of people thought, and it. Sh- and I think night one made more sense than night two. I did. I think night one made more sense than night two. Raw's three hours. So a lot of these picks are going to seem a little fucked up and a little jumbled. And where the fuck? Why would you drive that person? But um, night one made more sense. Um, all in all, listen, the Bianca Rhea situation. They're going to create new tag team, new women's championships. I really do think that. I think they're going to create new women's championships. I think it's going to be the WWE Women's Champion and then the Women's champ, the women's Champion. I think it might be like a Women's Wildway Championship or some shit. But I do not think they're going to stay Raw and SmackDown because that's too – that is stupid and it makes no sense to draft them. And, and you guys are right. It makes no sense to draft them to different brands if they have the fucking titles. Like I said, the, the Intercontinental Championship and the U.S. Championship, you can easily swap them because there's not they're not a completely attached to a brand. They're not attached to a brand. That's like if they do the draft next year, if you move the Undisputed Universal Champion to the fucking Raw and you move the Royal Weight Champion to SmackDown, they're not attached to Raw. They're not attached to SmackDown. Whereas this is a particular title, a particular brand, and there's on one person. And that is why I think they're going to get rid of the Raw SmackDown label because you cannot draft these two women to different brands when they got different titles from the different brands. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. That is why I feel like they're going to scrap the titles. And then they're going to create a women's championship 
just like they're gonna do with the tag team. Like I think I saw they were gonna be like the world tag team champions, and then it's gonna be the WWE tag team champions. I can see that with the women. They're gonna be a women's champion, and they're gonna be the WWE women's champion. I can see how that works, and it could actually happen. So I would not be surprised if that is how they move this. Maybe they'd be like, one's going to be the Women's World Heavyweight Champion and the other one's going to be, you know, the WWE Women's Champion. And that makes sense, wouldn't it? Like, it would make fucking sense. Like, I actually think that would, damn, I actually think that's what they're going to do. I think it's going to be the Women's World Heavyweight Champion, and maybe that's to Bianca, and then the WWE Champion, the WWE World Heavyweight, the WWE Women's Champion. And that may be real. And I think that makes sense. Like, do it that way. Because that's what the fuck I think will happen. I think that Bianca will be the WWE, the world, the women's world heavyweight champion, and then Rhea will be the WWE women's champion. It makes sense. And because then you can move them interchangeable, and you don't have to really worry about that. When it comes to the tag team titles, the same thing. Like I just said, the WWE is going to have the world tag team champions, and that might be uh, uh, Kevin Owens and, Sh- and and they might even ask Kevin Owens and Sammy, which one do you want to be? You want to be the WWE tag team title champions, or do you want to be the WWE? Or do you want to be the world heavyweight, the world heavyweight tag team title uh, champions? And I think it would be up to Kevin Owens and Sammy which one you want to take, because the next one would go just to SmackDown. What I'm saying is, Night of Champions is going to be an interesting pay per view. Reason why I say that is because you got a lot of titles. They're putting this in place literally after backlash. So you're going to know what's the moves going forward. And that's what people are not understanding. See, this is the problem we live in with us sometimes. We want shit to be told to us immediately. And that's not how life works. Going through that shit right now. But we want shit to be told to us immediately when it's not like that. I think that. I've heard for months they have new women's tag team titles and they have new tag team titles. They all they also said that the WWE was working on a new championship, worldweight championship. Look what happened. They had a new worldweight championship. I think at back, I think at Night of Champions we're gonna fight. There's gonna be a tournament for the WWE tag team titles or the world heavy on the world tag team titles for SmackDown. I I think that Bianca is gonna be rewarded the world heavyweight the world heavyweight women's championship. I think Rhea's going to be rewarded the WWE Women's Championship. And I think that's the way it's going to move. I think that a lot of people that are literally getting in their feelings right now, you're in your feelings for no reason because you just don't know what's going on. And that is the biggest problem. You don't know what's going on. And, the, and I think for me personally, that's what it is. And also, like I said, at Night of Champions, I can see the NXT titles, Women's Tag Team titles, and the WWE Women's Tag Team titles both being far far and they create a new brand tag team titles for the women. So all in all, I think SmackDown is gonna get a new tag team titles and I think the women's tag team titles are gonna be merged into one title. And that's gonna be that. I think too many people are wondering too much about this shit. And to me, that's kinda how I look at it. Um yeah. Like I said, Saturday um I'll be back on here to do uh, my rating review show for Backlash. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for that. But until then, I am Brandon Janu. Hope you guys enjoyed this, and I'll see you later. Peace.